0: hello and welcome to anime audio commentary today i'll be commenting over episode 7 of full metal alchemist brotherhood if you'd like to watch along then start watching now All right, so last we left off, the Elric brothers encountered Dr. Marco, a former state alchemist who might hold the secrets to the Philosopher's Stone. The Elric brothers also got their limbs and bodies repaired at home by Winry in preparation for setting out to discover the true secrets behind the Philosopher's Stone and the Central Library. So, unfortunately for the Elric brothers, the uh, library in question seems to have burned down taking Marco's research with it. And, based off the conversation we're seeing here, that woman that paid a visit to Dr. Marco was behind the fire. So interestingly enough, uh, this pair of characters also seem interested in Scar. So it seems like there are three distinct groups here. That group of characters, Scar, and then the state alchemists and military and all that. And they all seem to have opposing goals, interestingly enough. So the fat character, who is referred to as Gluttony, he accosts Scar in the sewers. And while Scar tries his usual tricks, um, they don't seem to have been as effective as previously. So back at uh, the command center mustang is intent on capturing scar for his own personal glory so it seems like mustang has uh some pretty serious ambition of his own he wants to essentially be the ultimate leader So, at the site of the explosion in the sewers, it becomes pretty clear that the fragments of clothing they found were belonging to Scar, and the bloodstains on it seem to indicate that if he's not dead, he's certainly not in very good shape. Of course, Mustang's thorough enough to know that you need hard proof of him being dead, and scraps of clothing won't do. So Mustang is understandably pretty high-strung about this whole thing about wanting to see the body. Interestingly enough, Gluttony and the woman have sort of disappeared into the crowd, and they're acting as bystanders as if they weren't directly involved. Even more interesting, they they seem to be reporting to some higher authority. So back with the Elric brothers, uh, everything in the library is truly beyond any hope of being salvaged. So as a sort of a mixed blessing, Major Armstrong is being recalled back to Central Command and uh, two lesser-ranked individuals are being sent to guard the Elric brothers instead. Notably, they seem to be regular soldiers rather than state alchemists. So it seems like these two soldiers aren't especially initiated in how sort of bizarre state alchemists can be. So the Ork brothers have been taken to the residence of one Miss Sheska, who appears to be an archivist of sorts. And I guess in what is seemingly an accident, she was almost buried alive in her books. Of course, considering her quarters are wall-to-wall books, it seems like an inevitability that something like that would happen. So she's definitely a bookworm type, and based on what Ed says, she used to work at the library. Unfortunately, she's sort of uh, an ex-employee due to her predilection to read to the uh, exclusion of everything else, including work. Fortunately, it seems like the Elric brothers might have a solution to her joblessness. It seems like Sheska remembers all the details of every single book she's ever read. So as it turns out Shuska is able to sort of uh, transcribe the notes and in doing so I'm certain the Albert Brothers would be willing to pay her handsomely for her work. So ultimately it took about five days to produce a couple stacks of books. And interestingly, they've taken the form of cookbooks. Now, remember, Dr. Marco said that you need to sort of read between the lines to see the truth within the truth. And uh, the implication being that his notes were coded. So even if you find them, you won't be able to get the secrets behind the Philosopher's Stone so easily. So while the soldiers seem perplexed about why Dr. Marker wrote a cookbook, uh, the Elric brothers understand that it's most certainly coded. You know, sensitive research can't just be written without um, any sort of a cipher or anything to protect what might be sensitive information. So ultimately, Edward does indeed pay Sheska for her work, and uh, rather handsomely as well. So, Edward's, uh, spelling it out a bit for the military guy watching him. You know, as it turns out, alchemy is highly powerful and occasionally very dangerous. So alchemical secrets can't just be left sitting around uncoded. And each alchemist sort of uses their own code or cipher. And Dr. Marco in this case preferred to use cooking recipes. So interestingly, the elder Brothers reference, like, real-life alchemists in regards to starting to crack this code. They seem to be pretty proficient in decoding Dr. Marco's cipher. Of course, now that I say that, it becomes clear that they've hit a sort of a stumbling block. So interestingly, Alphonse suggests uh, talking to Dr. Marco directly and consulting him, but Edward, prideful as ever, seems determined to crack the code on his own. So things ultimately kind of work out, for Sheska at least. You know, despite being kind of down on herself, Alphonse is rather encouraging about her, uh, I guess, specific talents. So before the Elric brothers can really get back to decoding anything, the Lieutenant Colonel Maze Hughes drops by to talk to them. And it seems like it's more of a, a social call than anything else. Additionally, uh, the lieutenant colonel sort of uh, gives a bit more information about how... Um, how inopportune it was for the library to burn down, and how this could potentially give Sheska a full-time career. So it's in a weird, sort of serendipitous way that things sort of work themselves out. And interestingly enough, the phrase that Alphonse told Sheska was to have faith. Faith being... Sort of religious in nature. I think that's interesting, especially because the Elder Brothers are kind of down on religion in earlier episodes. So, ultimately, the Ulrich brothers get back to work, busy trying to crack the code. You know, minutes turn to hours, hours seem to turn to days, they're paging through all the various volumes, cross-referencing, referencing, referencing, reading through other tomes. But ultimately, late in the evening on one day, an undisclosed amount of time later, I'll take that back. It's been 10 days, actually. It seems like they might have cracked the code. So the room appears to be in a great disarray. And the military personnel interpret their frustration as being unable to crack it. But in reality, it's the entire opposite. They've cracked the code and they've made a horrible discovery in the process. As it would turn out, a philosopher's stone can only be created by sacrificing human life. And indeed, a philosopher's stone takes more than one. So, if you truly want to have a Philosopher's Stone, you'd better be prepared to kill several people. So, of course, Edward knows the true gravity of what they've discovered, so he sort of swears the two officers to secrecy. So, talking to Major Armstrong, he's sort of interpreting their change in mood as fatigue, even though that's not necessarily the case. So, Edward can't help but sort of muse on the irony how for the longest time the truth was just one step ahead of them every time and now that they finally caught it, they almost wish they hadn't because the discovery was so horrible. And interestingly, we have the first little bit of a plot thread here about... um, Edward starting to tell Alphonse something, but being interrupted. So unfortunately for the Elric brothers, ignoring the Major is not an option no matter how much they would like to. So unfortunately for the Lieutenant, and her associate, uh, none can hold up against the interrogation of Major Armstrong. So interestingly, Ed is sort of Remembering what Dr. Marco said about the truth within the truth, and that's sort of prompting him to uh, go back to the notes. So, I guess as a result of this thinking, Ed sort of wants to search all the laboratories that Marco had worked at, and the third laboratory is obvious. But Ed is curious about the Fifth Laboratory, which apparently had been uh, condemned a while ago. Ed seems certain that that's sort of the, uh, the epicenter of the research, given its proximity to a prison that held um, death row inmates. And indeed, Ed's reasoning is pretty sound. You know, if you're going to execute prisoners anyways, you might as well use them for medical experimentation. You know, if you're evil. But of course, given that this was, in all likelihood, government research, it makes sense that they would resort to something so vile. So Major Armstrong understands that this could indeed become a scandal of epic proportion. So he's trying to get the Elric brothers to play it cool for now while he digs a little bit deeper. Unfortunately, the Elric brothers don't know the meaning of playing it cool. The Major knows they were playing on sneaking into the Fifth Laboratory. And indeed, despite being called out and chastised, they're going to do it anyways. You know, they can't help it. And indeed, after doing a bit of reconnaissance, their uh, suspicions are vindicated, considering that the condemned building has a guard guarding it. So the Elric brothers manage to sneak inside, pretty handily avoiding the guard. Of course, it becomes pretty clear that there are no chances being taken, considering how, I guess, fortified the door is, with all the boards closing it. So at this point, the Elric brothers have to split up. Ed's entering the laboratory through a vent, whereas Alphonse, being too large, has to wait outside. So, it seems as though that while the Elric brothers are entering, they're not alone. And there are some more guards within the Fifth Laboratory lying in wait. So, indeed, Ed's intuition continues to be correct... Despite the building ostensibly not being in use, there are lights on inside the building, indicating that it is, in fact, being used. Alright, that's it for this episode. If you've enjoyed it, then by all means, tune in for the next one. See you, space cowboy.